The views and opinions expressed in this podcast by the hosts and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Infinite Campus. If we can get leadership from districts involved and kind of be our cheerleaders for the project, that really, really helps quite tremendously. And the districts that we've seen that have done really well do have that buy-in at the top. Hello and welcome to Transforming K-12 Education, an Infinite Campus podcast. I'm your host, Peter Snell. Infinite Campus is a student information system used by 2,000 school districts across 45 states, supporting a total of 8 million students. This podcast explores our corporate mission by diving into our customers' stories and experiences of how they are transforming K-12 for their students, staff, and communities. Today's episode is part one of a two-part series on implementing new software and technologies in K-12 education. Schools are always looking for the latest and greatest tools to make an effective impact on student learning and administrative processes. Once a need for new technology is evident, it's important to conduct both a comprehensive evaluation and implementation process. What are the challenges that districts face when embarking on an implementation project for new technologies? What stakeholders need to be involved from the beginning to ensure that all voices are heard and that all needs are met? How does a school not only prepare for a successful implementation project, but ongoing success with these new technologies in the years ahead? At Infinite Campus, we take pride in having a proven implementation model. With our decades of experience, in implementing thousands of schools and districts across the country, we understand the issues that districts face when moving from a legacy system to RSIS. Our implementation team helps identify these potential challenges and provides guidance on how to overcome these obstacles. At this time, I'd like to introduce our internal guest, Manager of Implementation Services, Stephanie Moracek. What sort of challenges do districts often face when they're migrating from one student information system to another? What do you what do you typically see? Well, I would say data cleanup is the biggest struggle and of course staffing and finding the time to be able to do that. We always encourage customers to do as much of the data cleanup before we do the first conversion as possible in their legacy system. Sure. Because they know it and they can identify those things. Staffing and finding the time. I talked a little bit about this with my team this morning to kind of get a different perspective because it's from project management, which is where I come from and the role that I held previous to this. Sure. It's different coming from data services, like you kind of get somebody else's perspective on what's important. But the data cleanup is was always the common theme, right? The yeah. data and getting the data out of one system and into the next. But we have an absorbent amount of tools to help make that easier for customers as well. Sure. Absolutely. I would say that's the biggest struggle. And of course, time. Yeah, we're trying to roll out an enterprise solution. That's a huge Mm -hmm. monumental task that they don't do very often. Hopefully don't do that often. Yep. Yep. And when they're going live, most of our districts go live in summer um, seems to be the the preferred choice for Uh, go lives, even though we will do mid years. You know, the staff are also doing their normal day to day jobs. So we try to do our best to support them during that process to make the lift a little lighter. So sure. Yeah. Do you ever run into that there are districts that have trouble getting that core 
team together, like everybody mm -hmm. on board and available to, to assist with the implementation. Does that ever happen? Yeah, it happens occasionally. And a lot of the smaller districts, people wear multiple hats. So often you have a small team, but people are wearing multiple hats. So yeah. the group, the team itself might seem small, but there's a lot of knowledge within the maybe five people that are part of that team because sure. they do wear multiple hats and they've been around a long time. And yeah, but there are things that we can do to help make that easier for people understanding that if there isn't the knowledge in one area that maybe we can pick up a piece, the pieces here and there. So Sure. How does a district prepare for a successful implementation project? And maybe not even just student information systems, but just implementing a brand new technology in general. How do they prepare for that? Well, if I had to pick a good starting point, it would be communication with the stakeholders, right? I mean, letting folks know it's coming is key so there aren't any surprises. Sure. And stakeholder buy-in is important. If we can get leadership from districts involved and kind of be our cheerleaders for the project, that really, really helps quite tremendously. And the districts that we've seen that have done really well do have that buy-in at the top. And they are yeah. those cheerleaders and saying, hey, this is going to be a great thing. Change is hard, but we're going to make it as easy for you as possible. It just goes so much better. Yeah, I can only imagine. I'm sure that just kind of sets the tone mm -hmm. that this is the direction that we're going. So yeah. get on board. It does. What sort of questions should districts ask as they're evaluating new systems, new technologies? What should they be asking of educational technology vendors when it comes to implementing. One of the things that I think is important is the knowledge of the project team on the vendor side, right? What is the what is the average tenure of the people that have been with the company to kind of get a feel for the knowledge that you're going to be dealing with? I think yeah. experience, you know, we've done this thousands and thousands of times, right? But the experience of the team can help kind of offset some of those risks that come early. We can catch those things earlier. And then that just comes with wisdom and time and knowledge, right? Yeah. Not that new people coming in wouldn't necessarily have any knowledge. I'm not, I'm not saying that. But certainly if you have a really seasoned team, I think that's important. And asking a vendor, what does your what does your implementation look like? What kind of services do you provide for your implementation? And what does your team look like? That's an important question to ask. For sure. As experienced as our team is, that if there is a problem that comes up during an implementation, it's highly likely that we've encountered that sort of challenge before, right? Yep, exactly. And that just comes with, you know, right time on the job, yeah. having that kind of knowledge. You know, what kind of steps are taken, again, to avoid some of the surprises that can happen? We all know that data conversion isn't a perfect science, and often it uncovers issues in the data that the customer might not know existed. So mm -hmm. it gives districts an opportunity to kind of shore things up a little bit and start fresh. You know, they can catch some of those things and have a really good, solid database of, with integrity. Sure. So, Asking some of those questions, what kind of tools are provided to support them in that effort? Because it is a time to review processes and you're going through the big shift of changing systems. You might as well look at some of those processes and see whether or not you want to continue. Yeah, this is definitely an important piece. I know that oftentimes when a district is looking at making a move in a student information system or, or any other product, um, a lot of the times it's about the, the functionality, about seeing that demo, seeing the product. but you know, if you buy this incredible piece of software and you don't have that solid implementation plan to back it up, you're not going to maximize that huge investment. Mm -hmm. Yep. And working with your project team to be able to see down the road too, only giving you the pieces that maybe you need right out of the box to start school. Right. Yeah. And then kind of developing a plan for you for ongoing for the next year and the next year. So you can, you're not biting off too much at once. Sure. So. Yeah. That's a really good point. Thank you.
Join us next time for part two of our two-part series on implementing new software and technologies in K-12 education, where we'll hear about the challenges and successes from a district perspective. They each have a different lens that they view things from. And there are perspectives that are unique to each particular area that their insight is very valuable and things can be missed in an implementation if they're not at the table or involved in this discussion side of it. That's next time on Transforming K-12 Education. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and hit the subscribe button wherever you're tuning in from. If you are an Infinite Campus customer and want to continue the conversation, join us on the moderated forums in the campus community. If you want to learn more about Infinite Campus and our student information system, go to www.infinitecampus.com. There you can register for an overview demonstration of Infinite Campus. Again, my name is Peter Snell. Thanks so much for listening to Transforming K-12 Education.